This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Derek's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. After the third time jump-starting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, excuse me. She's pro wrestling's queen of mean, but behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences from no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars. The real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! All right, we are back here for another week covering the wrestling world as we do. Jerry Strauss here, and so is Vicky Guerrero. Hey, Jerry, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? It's a good day. Man, I am I'm loving our podcast. I'm having such a great time, and I just I am excited for this week's guest. We've been talking about it week after week, how we are covering the entire wrestling world. So Northern Kentucky University prepares students in arts and humanities to influence their communities, create, discover, communicate, and solve problems. Ready to make your mark on the world? Click now or visit nku.edu slash inspire to get started. It's really exciting that we are breaking into the world of impact wrestling. They are on the rise, a resurgence, and one of the key players that is a part of that company these days is the Impact Women's Champion. Yes, we have Taya Valkyrie, who is the longest reigning knockout champion of all time. And she just has a spectacular conversation for us this week. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be exciting to catch up with her, learn about the company. Let's not wait any longer. Vicky, you and Taya, you really knocked this one out of the park. Let's check it out right now here on Excuse Me. Excuse me! Hello, listeners. This is the Vicky Guerrero Excuse Me podcast show. And tonight, I have a special, talented, innovative woman who is just making history with her wrestling uh, legacy. Everyone, please welcome Taya Valkyrie. Taya, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited I get to speak with you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, first, happy birthday. Thank you. It's my 107th birthday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my gosh, are you, did you do anything fun today? Um, well, we celebrated last week because John and I's schedules have been pretty crazy, pretty crazy lately. So I was lucky to have some friends from Canada come down and visit last week. And we, we all got to party and we had a theme party and all that kind of stuff. So today's been pretty Laying pretty low and uh, just preparing for the weekend up that's coming ahead and, um, you know, doing regular house stuff that happens when you're on the road all the time, like doing laundry. So 
<laughs> a relaxing day. <laughs> it sucks to be an adult sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I'm adulting. I'm adulting hard today. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just for the listeners who may not be familiar with you, you um, are the TNA's longest reigning knockout champ of all time. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, I am the uh, current and only longest reigning <laughs> knockout champion of all time of Impact Wrestling. I just defended it again this past Sunday at Bound for Glory at the pay-per-view. So I'm, uh, I'm, you know, going strong. I won it last January. So hopefully wow. I can make it into 2020 still being champion. It's a huge accomplishment for me. I mean, I never envisioned, uh, you know, leaving my mark this way, but I couldn't be more proud of doing it and I'm in my own way. Absolutely. And you defeated Tennille Dashwood, correct? Correct. I defended uh, it against the very well-known Tennille Dashwood. Oh my gosh. So um, what, what were your expectations? You know, I mean, was it something that, uh, you know, were you, uh, you know, was it something that you were looking forward to for a long time or how long was your storyline with Tennille to build up for that pay-per-view? Um, the storyline with Tanil was pretty new. It started in August when we were actually at the tapings that we did in Mexico City. Um, and um, so it wasn't that long, but I feel like, I mean, my first professional wrestling match was against her in Calgary, Alberta, many moons ago. Um, <laughs> so I feel like this is a, a you know, a career long kind of um, revenge battle you know like she defeated yeah. me nine years eight years ago and so it was about time that I got my revenge on her and so I felt like even though it was a short-lived um, rivalry as far as impact wrestling is concerned it's definitely been um, a long story personal you know a long personal story between the two of us for sure wow that's amazing well congratulations and so thank you very make, much does that make 288 days of your reigning uh, championship I believe that is correct. I probably should have it all written down and be writing it down on a whiteboard every day, but it's something along, it's something along those lines. It's been an, um, a very long, but, um, rewarding, you know, 2019 for me, I couldn't have, you know, thought of a better way of having my career go. So I'm very excited yeah. that this is the way I'm closing out the year. And also, you know, I'll be hoping to, um, start this new year in the same way. That's amazing. So um, you also are wrestling for Lucha Libre AAA in Mexico. Is that correct? Yes. I made my okay. return. I was there for like five years and then I took a break and then I made my return last December um, and I'm still working with them for their television dates. Wow. So how does that work with your schedule? I mean, you know, that's, you sound pretty busy. <laughs> you're, you're like, a I have no life. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. On Instagram, you, you look like you're having the best time of your life. And I, I live through your photos. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, my schedule is very crazy. I mean, one thing that's great about Impact is that they do allow us to manage our own schedules apart from having the priority of, of them being the priority, for example, um, for their TV dates and house shows and things like that. So outside of that, I'm able to kind of do what I like um, and pick and choose where I want to wrestle. And obviously, you know, Conan very well. He's yes. my big brother in this, in this crazy Lucha Libre world. And so um, when he invited me to come back to AAA and um, work with them again, I absolutely was excited to do so. And I obviously have a 
lifelong friendships and connections with that community and that company. And so I'm able to, you know, I, I would like to be there more often, but I'm like, right now, <laughs> I think I have a few more, I only have a few more dates with them until the end of the year, but I'm trying to, you know, find the time for them, especially now that I'm now a three-time Reina de Reina's champion, which I beat, defeated Tessa Blanchard in September at the Madison Square Garden show. Wow. And uh, so I have to represent Las Luchadoras in the best way that I can. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, yeah. in Mexico and internationally. You know, I remember AAA when Eddie was tra uh, training there. Gosh, it was in the 1990s because we just had our oldest daughter, Shaw. She was six months and Eddie moved us mm -hmm. to Mexico. And what a great family they have there in the wrestling, you know, uh, industry. There's so much love and compassion and respect there that um, I, I gained my whole new um love for the wrestling because there's nothing like the you no know, you know the luchadores in the locker room and, and the family love that they have for each other and everyone just works so hard they're not putting anything down on the you know the wrestling here in the states but it's just like it's just it's family it's just different yeah it's a very different energy also i feel like for me I mean, obviously you can't get along perfectly well with everybody. That's in every, right. every facet of life. But there are some people that, you know, where we traveled together six, seven days out of the week on buses for hours at a time for years. And <laughs> I, I literally, <laughs> those good old buses, um, um, you know, we traveled for hours together. And I mean, some of those people were in my wedding party because like, that's how important they are to me. You know, the yeah. Dagas, Phoenix, Pentagon and all them, like we all started in AAA around the same time and being part of Perros del Mal with them. And just, I mean, I didn't speak two cents. Like I couldn't even, all I could say in Spanish was cerveza por favor. And like, <laughs> that was it. it I, they literally <laughs> taught me, yeah, baño, baño. They taught me Spanish. I mean, obviously all the swear words were first as per usual when you're learning any yeah, language, but those are my brothers. <laughs> and those are like people that I consistently am in contact with even now, um, even though we all kind of, some of us are working on, like Daga is now working on um, in Impact as well. And then Phoenix and Pentagon just went off and now are, are doing stuff with AEW. But I mean, yeah. there's, like, there's people there and even still in Mexico, like Lady Shani and some of the people in the office that I talk to almost every day, Paraguay, wow. who's cousin. And, you know, like it's, that is this kind of strange family connection that you get with these, with these amazing people. And I, I obviously was not born into wrestling or anything like that, but I definitely feel like the family that I have within this, you know, within this uh, sport is definitely the Mexican side for sure. Yeah. And, you know, once, once you're in that, in that family, you know, circle, you're never, you're never forgotten. I mean, the family love is so incredible there. And, um, you know, it's so funny because when I moved to Mexico, I didn't know any English. I mean, it was, it was a riot and I write this in my autobiography and the only mm -hmm. way that the hotel staff would serve me food is if I would tell tell them my menu what my wanted my plate to be in Spanish and they fought for me with like two weeks I mean Eddie was like you're gonna have to learn Spanish or you're not gonna eat you know but they, they knew. <laughs> and you know the waiters and waitresses they were so sweet because I did want to learn you know so they were they were yeah. holding up their end of the bargain you know and after a while I was just I started watching novellas I was watching you know yeah. all the programs in Spanish and it just started picking up you know and I just started catching on and I was ordering my food and needless to say I didn't go hungry there and Eddie was pretty proud but <laughs> Man, you know, it was such a great accomplishment because Spanish for me was, I mean, I knew it a little bit in school and streets, but it's not the same mm -hmm. as 
it. But um, no, just- and like you're forced <laughs> when you're living there and you're, you know, I'm, I'm already stood out like a sore thumb being, you know, my height and platinum <laughs> blonde and like, you know, linebacker shoulders over here. But like, it was just, it was crazy because I just had to learn it to survive. And, you know, it really did save my life when in certain situations and, yeah. you know, it's the reason that I was able to do as well as I could. And I, I you know, thank Conan and everybody, like all my fam- family and friends there who really helped me and, you know, made fun of me along the way. Cause you know, I still <laughs> said things wrong and ordered things wrong and, you know, would think that a swear word was really wasn't that bad until I stayed in an interview and Conan's like, Oh my gosh, you cannot say that. you know. So, I oh, mean, it was funny. just such a like, uh, fun part of my career that I take with me everywhere. And I think it's pretty evident in the way that I represent myself and my character in impact. And even in, in, you know, on the Indies because of how influential that, that Lucha Libre has been on me. Yeah. Well, you know, and you're also the wife of John Hennigan. And you guys. Oh, yeah, make, that part too. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I always want to do the personal stuff, but I mean, your wrestling career is so amazing. And I adore you. And I just think you're so talented. And when you said Aww. yes to come on my show, I was like, this has, this is the icing. I was like, I was really honored because you're making waves out there and it, it's so well deserved. I mean, girl, you are, you're making a name for yourself and you're going to go down in history. I mean, just just know that I mean you should be really proud of yourself thank you so um as far as like you and John I know y'all are different schedules how do y'all find time to balance and find that time together because you know if you're in one place and he's in another which he's busy too what do y'all do to just kind of slow down and make your you know that personal time count um well for the longest time we've been working together which has been amazing obviously we met on lucha underground um on season two when i came up and i was still living in mexico i mean we always just we're best friends so we are always just finding ways of hanging out with each other outside of work um and we try to do projects together like we wrote um a horror short on our honeymoon (laughs) 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 that we filmed actually last year which is in post-production right now I mean, we just like always just, we just love each other so much. And I feel like we just put up with each other's, you know, <laughs> quirks. Bullshit. I'll use that word. <laughs> we'll put up with each other's quirks. And, you know, we just are, we want each other to be as best as they, as we can be. You know, that's really corny, but he like makes me want to be better every single day. And I mean, if any, if I could be with him every second of every day, even though we probably drive each other nuts, that would be the best thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and obviously it's hard and it's, it's always hard when we're now probably not going to be working with the same company or however the future is laid out ahead, ahead of us, because you know, this is pro wrestling and and people work for different companies and people do different projects and he could be on a movie set for weeks at a time. But like, we always just find those, that time. If it's, even if it's five minutes, even if it's a FaceTime, you know, it's my birthday today and he's actually filming in Florida right now, but oh. he FaceTimed me oh about seven times, <laughs> had his whole entire crew sing me happy birthday. You know, oh it's just, it's, that's just part of this. And I mean, you get it. It's yeah. when you love someone and you support them and they do the same for you, you just find that time. And I'm so lucky that we have FaceTime nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> because so then it goes both my... ways. Yeah. You know, it goes both ways. There's a lot of time when I've been working a lot lately and he's been here with Presley, our Pomeranian, and I'm the one on the road, you know? So I don't know. We just, we just find that time. And, um, 
you know, whether it's five minutes or a whole entire evening together or days at a time, you know, it's always special. That's great. Um, so what are the things that you like to do, Taya, that, you know, that when you have that day to yourself and John's not at home, what are, what are the hobbies and things that you like to do that you can't do on the road? You know, what are those special times that help you energize um, I- and kind of get yourself focused? <laughs> I really love just laying on my couch and watching TV. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> yeah. When I've done, like, I got I got home yesterday from being in Chicago, and I was just, like, so happy to, my dog, I picked up my dog. I was like, we are going to eat sushi and watch reality TV and do nothing all day. <laughs> and that's you. pretty much what we did. But I also just love, I mean, I love all things, like, you know, I love working out, and I do that every single day. But I also love fashion, and I love coming up with, you know, photo shoots and looks and thinking about things that are, you know, creative in a, having to do with my character as well as just myself and, and yeah. making myself happy and hanging out with my girlfriends and going to have brunch and drinking mimosas and, Good you know, you. going shoe shopping. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> and I also so just good. really love to cook and I cook at home all the time. And I, wow. um, you know, I just very, I'm not, I mean, I'm not that, it's not, nothing too crazy. Yeah, well, <laughs> but you know, all those nice things at home. We bought a house this this past year, so oh. I just love trying to decorate our house or do you know? I don't know. I like yeah. being homey now. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah. And you know, you, you know, you talk about how you like fashion and stuff, but you know, as as the superstars in this industry, we always have to innovate ourselves and keep changing and finding new styles, and it's a never ending mm-hmm. process. You know, so. Do you sew and like make your own outfits or do you have someone that helps you? Because your outfits and your gear is just beautiful. What you wore for your pay-per-view in Chicago was. Oh, thank you. Oh, I pride myself on that a lot. And I, I mean, I think that's also comes from the Lucha Libre influences because if everyone watches oh. old school and even now, um, luchadors always have everything on point. Everything <laughs> from <laughs> yes. the cape to the pyro to the masks everything I mean obviously I don't wear a mask so I have to find other ways of of being you know a, looking like a star in my entrance and that's also another influence that Conan had on me because it was always yeah. like I think this, the jacket needs to be bigger and this and this and that you know <laughs> and I just always have been you know pride myself on taking the time to really think about the look that I'm bringing as Taya every time I'm in yeah. the ring or in a segment or anything like that. And I'm caught, I don't sew and I wish that I could sew. Maybe I don't I'll either, learn girl, don't sew. worry. <laughs> but um, I have fabulous seamstresses. I have one in Mexico, her name's Lily. And she makes all my jackets that you see. The ones, wow. everything you've seen from my queen jacket to now has been mine and Lily's brain children. Growing <laughs> <laughs> ideas off each other. And then I have, my one piece gear that you see now is all made by Jolene, who's done a fabulous job of putting up with me, sending her ridiculous <laughs> color combination ideas. And I mean, when I decided on an orange for the pay-per-view, I think I was sending her pictures of ice cream and creamsicles. And I was like, I want to look like this. <laughs> oh and my then I gosh. get like a lot of inspiration for my jackets from pop culture and fashion. So the jackets that I wore for Slammiversary, the pink one, and then the Triple Mania jacket Beautiful. were all influenced yeah. by a Gwen Stefani jacket that she wore to the Met Gala this year. So I watch a lot of things and I take pictures and I send them to Lily and I'm like, I would like to recreate (laughs) this, but in this certain way. And the one at Bound for Glory was actually a jacket that Lady Gaga wore 
on an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, of all things. Oh. Um, and I saw her wear it, and, I, and it was black. Oh, the original was black. And I, I said to Lily, I'm like, I need this in orange. And she's like, all right. And she just, <laughs> wow. just goes along with it. So I just, I'm always looking for inspiration in other, you know, in celebrities that I enjoy or people that I think have iconic looks. Like, if you look at, you know, anything from Elton John to Cher to Gaga to to JLo, to everything. I feel like you can find inspirations from all these different places and create them into something that's truly your, you know, that still represents you. And you went to the Gwen Stefani concert not too long ago. So you must have a lot of ideas in her outfits. Oh, yes. If you don't think I have pictures (laughs) of that entire situation, I was like, I would like to raid her closet immediately. (laughs) Can you imagine? I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I would love to see her in concert. So that has to be spectacular. Yeah, she was great. And she also sound, she was singing the whole thing. There was no lip singing. She looked fabulous. I'm like, how is this person oh 50 years old? Whatever you're doing, I need to know. Like, this is ridiculous. I know. <laughs> but she did, hasn't skipped a beat. And she was, she was really, really great. I went and saw Madonna too, a few, like in September with my mom in New oh. York. And that was another, another one that I was like, oh my God, this iconic artist. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iconic artists and the costumes and everything. I was just like, that, that's kind of stuff. I mean, I was a theater nerd and a ballerina growing up, so everything is over the top as far as shows. shows. And I love all that kind of stuff. So it shows and my heart. (laughs) Yeah, and you're just, you know, your your character is so glamorous and just out there and it's it's we hear you and we see you and I think it's just it's thank you. Yeah. So, you know, we have some fans who sent some questions in and we'll do a few of them. Uh Omar Reese, oh, Reese Omar 99 on Twitter asked, what's your favorite moment with Los Perros de Mal and favorite memory of Hijo de Pero Guayo? Huh. Oh my God. Just one favorite moment. I mean, there's, Pride. I think that my favorite <laughs> moment, my favorite moment was probably when I first won the Reina de Reina's title. Um, and I got my nose broken in that match. And I remember coming backstage and I was like bawling right because oh. I won and like you know I was just like so emotional it makes me want to like tear up even talking about it um and he was standing there and I was just like oh my god and I was like did I do okay did I do okay and I was like bawling my and like blood everywhere and like and he's just like <laughs> hugs me and there's a picture of it and he's like hugging me and like I'm just like sobbing and he's like you did really good but your nose is bad <laughs> oh no and he just and he just like he just like took me to the doctor he's like all right and we're going over here and I was like Oh, it was my match okay? And he's just like, just, just let's just fix the face right now. <laughs> you know, back in the day, you know, I, I think Eddie, you know, uh, dislocated his nose like maybe twice, and the guys would just mm-hmm. put it back in place backstage. And I almost yeah, it. So I mean, that's exactly what happened. <gasps> shut up. Yeah. So this is another fun Mexico story. So after that happened, we found the doctor, and Pero like gave me, took my hand, and like gave me to the doctor, and Arjunis who um, is the brother of the original Sinkara was there with me. And he's like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And they like put me in like what at the time seemed like a broom closet, but I have like no idea. I can't remember what it really was. And the doctor's like, you know, we're going to count to three and we're going to put it back on your face. And I was like, what, what's happening kind of thing. Oh and Arjunas handed me like tequila or whiskey. And like, he's like, drink this. And I drank it, and then they counted. They went one, and then moved my whole nose back <gasps> to place. And well, yeah, <laughs> well, it my looks whole fabulous. face went completely. 
And I'm so glad that we did it just then and there. I had never had surgery on it after that because it's straight still. Um, thank God. But I mean, eventually I'll probably, I get really bad allergies now, but <laughs> other than that, I haven't well, had any issues, but. You're yeah. braver than I am. I don't know if I could do that. Well, maybe if they had a lot of tequila, I could do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if it was whiskey or tequila because I was just like delusional and just like, I just looked like a full zombie attack. Like it was just. It's oh my God. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> okay, so um, let's go back to WCW. Ask, what's your favorite match of your TNA career? <coughs> Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Um, on <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, drink some water. <laughs> um, I believe that my favorite matches have probably been, well, there's several that I've had with Tessa Blanchard that have been, you know, super highlights for me. I think the street fight in Mexico City that I had in January versus Tessa was so special to me just because it was, I believe, the first time I had been there with Impact and in Mexico City at you know, and defending the championship I had just won in something like a street fight um, was definitely one of my like prouder, proudest wow. moments, I should say, with the company, because it was just like all these kind of things came together and these, you know, two worlds of professional wrestling in the state to, that's okay, to my AAA and Lucha Libre career that were all coming together. And a lot of my friends that I, you know, met during my time living there came to watch and everything. It was just like a very special match for me, for sure. Oh my gosh. And so let me ask you a question. What defines your career now from when you first debuted? Like, what are the changes that you see in yourself that you've improved on or things that you've learned, you know, being you know, in, the, in the industry and headlining, you know, what, what are some of the, the things that you could pass on as far as like advice to other women who are starting out in the industry? I mean, I think that just like most people, when they get into pro wrestling, I was just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and had no idea what the heck I was like walking into. Um, <laughs> and I just think that like, I definitely took the road less traveled. I don't always recommend that people do that. <laughs> but I mean, it just, it did work out for me when I look back on it. And I, I just think to myself, like, how did I even, how did this even happen? Like, what, what was it, you know, from the day that I decided to go to training to meeting Kona and to Paraguayo telling me out of nowhere they wanted me to stay instead of you know leave after yeah. three months and I end up staying for five years like there's all these crazy moments but I think for me like I just learned and found a lot of personal strength in my time in pro wrestling I've always been like secretly or not so secretly because I am pretty much an open book to a lot of people I've been very insecure about certain things about myself and uh -huh. dealt with like a lot of just like second guessing myself and my abilities or or every, you know, anything, all the things that we're insecure about as young women and ladies, you know, yeah. we've, I've experienced it. And I feel like I, through pro wrestling and through the people that I've met in it, be, be good experiences and bad. I've really learned my, um, my self-worth and my, and, you know, to be proud of myself for everything that I've got accomplished. And I think that if I was to tell any woman or a man, like getting into this business, like just to remember to be true to yourself and to, there's going to be a million people that will second guess you. And there's going to yeah. be with you know with one bad comment there's always going to be 700 million more you know and oh you have my to gosh, yeah. be thick, thick skinned and prepared you know for everything that comes along the way and sometimes it's not going to work out more than likely it's not going to work out for a lot of things but when it does it's so magical and so worth it and yeah. I'm glad that I took the chance I'm glad that you know 
I was bright eyed and naive and just took a chance on myself, you know, but it wasn't through not having to work my butt off and really sacrificing a lot of things in order to get to where I am. But I would just say that just remember your, you know, know your worth, work your butt off and, you know, the cards will fall as they may, but, you know, just be true to yourself for sure. I think that's so important because, you know, um, leaving WWE, you know, and having some time to myself without being on the road, you still, you still learn. I'm still learning about myself and, you know, and I've learned that you can't make everyone happy and you have to really listen to your own heart because in the end it's my decisions and my thoughts and Mm -hmm. my effort. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I just, I, I understand you so well because, you know, if we don't make ourselves happy first, then, then we're not going to love what we're doing. And I think that's really important. Yeah, and you can't be, and you can't be happy in your personal life. You know, at the end of the day, when the fur boots and the big jackets are locked away in the closet, I'm still Kira <laughs> at home with John, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't, and I can't, in order to be happy with everything around me, and I'm so blessed to have the life that I have, you know, I have to be happy and proud of myself and, uh, and surround yourself with people that, that is like bring you up. There's so much negativity in the world and it's, yeah. it's, it's everywhere. Like you can't turn the TV on. You can't look at your phone. You can't without seeing it, you know, so make sure that you have those positive um, supportive people around you that want to see you succeed and aren't waiting for you to fail because there's hundreds upon thousands of people out there waiting for you to fail, but it doesn't matter if you have, you know, that one or two core people and your family that believe in you. Amen. That's great. Um, Okay. So we have another question from uh, fearless Mick. It says, Taya, if you could have a dream match, who would you like to wrestle? Ooh, can it, does it have to be, it could be anybody. Anybody <laughs> outside of where, yeah, outside of your many companies that you work for already. <laughs> well, if I could go, I would love to have wrestled Lita. Oh my gosh, you know, that's a good one. That would because be, that I would feel be like amazing. She's, first of all, she's such a sweetheart and so nice to me. Every time I see her, I'm like, Oh my God, Lita. She's, <laughs> she's such, all. she's just all heart. I, she's such a good, just a true legend in her own self. Yeah. I would have loved to, uh, you know, I'd love to wrestle her at some point. I mean, you know, in fantasy land, that would have been, you know, one of my top choices as far as like what else is going on in the wrestling world. I mean, I would both me and Natalia have roots in Calgary and we've never wrestled <laughs> each other. How is that even really? possible? Well, she's well, you from know, Calgary, and I—that's where yeah. I went to, you know, where I went to university and where Lance's school was. So, you know, you never know. But that's—that's that's definitely someone. I think that there's so many talented people everywhere. Like Sasha yeah. Banks is amazingly talented. Charlotte Flair is amazingly talented. Uh, I mean, I could—the list goes on and on. Like I'm from Victoria, BC, and Chelsea Green is also from Victoria, BC. How am oh I my not gosh. Chelsea? There is so many crazy you know, um, matchups that I could think of that have never happened before. <laughs> if I was going to pick like a guy to go one-on-one with in an intergender match, yeah. I would pick Rey Mysterio any day of the week. Oh my uh, gosh. That'd be amazing. Well, I, you know, in this, I in have, this business, I have been in a tag match with him on Lucha Underground and I was like freaking out because I got to, you know, <laughs> take the scent on to the outside. And I love Ray. Ray is, you know, Ray was at our wedding. Like he's, so amazing so incredible I mean, yeah love to wrestle ray wrestling like shinsuke nakamura <laughs> oh my gosh just i don't know there's so many people out there why can't i get a taya versus kenny omega like it's just i don't know i'm not scared of like 
you know, any sort of challenge. And if you ask me for dream matches, like those are, those are some crazy ones for you. <laughs> and you know, what's great about this business is that you can never say never because you just, you never, you know, there's always tomorrow. You never know what tomorrow's going to bring, you know, for your dream match or, you know, wherever you're going to end up, you might have those special people that are going to be facing you. And, you know, you, pretty soon you're going to be like, oh my gosh, like I am, my dream's coming true. And I think that's so amazing that your dream is so big that you never know in this business. Exactly. And that's the thing, especially right now, like wrestling is at this, is going through this crazy change and everybody is everywhere. And, um, the possibilities of, ma of dream matches and, you know, facing new and different people on a regular basis has never been better. So you yeah. never know what can happen. Just like you said, never say never. And, you know, I'm very proud of all the matches that I've had um, throughout my career. And I've faced some of the toughest women and men that are out there, but there's always room for more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Taya, I just want to thank you so much for uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on my show. And uh, we always end with a funny question or something, you know, so that the fans get to know you a little bit more. And I'm going to ask you, do you think a hot dog should be called a sandwich? Absolutely not. <laughs> And please explain. When yourself. I think sandwich, I think like grilled cheese or like a turkey club. A hot dog is totally different. A hot dog is, no, no. Hot dog is its own league of its own. <laughs> and, and what do you like on your hot dog? I mean, for you to, to fight for that, for that own identity. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just like the traditional stuff. You know, I love way too much ketchup and mustard, relish, and a bunch of jalapenos on there. <laughs> nice. Oh, you have my heart and jalapenos. <laughs> Spicy all day. Orale. Yeah. Por favor. I Taya, I wish you success and love. And I'm just so happy that you took time out to be on my show. And I look forward to seeing what else you're going to do for tomorrow because you are someone for us all to watch because you're making waves and you're creating your own legacy. And I just want to say I am so proud of you and I adore you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I mean, you are an iconic, amazing human being, and I'm so blessed that you took the time to even talk to me. So thank oh, you very of course. much. Thank you, Taya. God bless you. Give John our love, and you enjoy your, I your will. day off today. Okay. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. That was uh, some deep discussion between you, you and, uh, and Taya Valkyrie. What a great opportunity to get to know her. You know what, Jerry, she was just so honest about how, you know, how she is affected by the bullying on social media and also just the, the legend that she's becoming, you know, wrestling in Mexico and with TNA, just a, a busy woman. And I'm so honored that we got to have her on our show. And hey, let's drop a little teaser right now because we're going from women's champion to women's champion next week right here on Excuse Me. We are traveling to the world of NWA power. We're going to be talking to another women's champion. Yeah, we have Allison Kay, who is also known as Sienna. And she she's a badass woman. I mean, she's I want her on my side whenever I run I run away from an opponent. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a uh, knockdown drag out conversation next week, that's for sure. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Make sure you check us out 
on all of our social media, Vicky's Twitter, of course, the Excuse Me Facebook page, and email us with thoughts, comments, questions, anything on your mind at excusemevicky at outlook.com. And make sure you subscribe, share, tell a friend about our show, because we want to just keep getting bigger and bigger for you. Hey, Jerry, I have two words for you. Uh-oh. Excuse me! No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. No matter how early you're up or how late you're running, when you start your day at Speedway, we've got what you need to have a good morning. Always fresh coffee to wake you up, cold drinks and breakfast to keep you going, plus a full tank to get you where you need to go. Crunchy, chewy, swirled, or sprinkled, however you start your day, we've got it to help make your morning a little better. Because when you get off to a better start, you go on to a better day. The convenience stores of Speedway. <laughs>